I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Very happy for you to sit in between us. I want attacking purpose for football all the time. And providing you had a kick up in that quarter, we had a real chance of putting it in that quarter. Now we're going to have against the world. We're going to fight. Absolutely nailed it. Give the old heave ho. We're at the, uh, after round 11, we're at the buy um, time for Frio. So good time to do their half yearly report. And uh, look, they're flying. I mean, what, what more can you say about them? Yeah, lucky the buy came this week because they were going to struggle. You'd be <laughs> happy for your parents coming in for this teaching interview. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Look, Frio num- uh, finishing first at the uh, sorry fi- first at the minute, ten and one. Um, it's above expectations, I think, for everyone. Yeah, I, p- I think I picked them falling off this year. I did too. Yeah, Shows same. that I know fuck all. Yep. Why are you listening to this? Um, <laughs> but e- even if you picked them to finish top four, you didn't pick them to go ten and one. Not no. at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, thing that makes them so dangerous, though, there are so many uh, positions they've got where the guy who's lining up on them that week thinks, fuck, I've got to play on them. Like, whoever lines up on Fife is like, oh, jeez, oh, this is going to be a hard one. Yeah. Whoever lines up on uh, Pierce, whoever, you know, any of the Pierces, whoever lines up on Ibbotson, whoever lines up on Mzungu, uh, any Ruckman is thinking, fuck me, I need to be on my game because this motherfucker's huge. Well, it's got to the point now that you've got to have a... It's always been when you play Freo, you have a special plan for Sandlands. Yeah. Now you've got to have a special plan for Fife as well. Yep. Yeah. Um, but before and we get a player for Ballantyne, which is just snot him. <laughs> before we get into player specifics, though, um, out of their ten wins, which has been the best? It, it's it's a tough choice. Yeah, they they have had a spectacular season. Um, honestly, I'd probably say their grind against Sydney. Yeah, it was Jesus. It was a tough match to watch, but um, the the team that um, is so similar, obviously, with uh, the Ross Lyon and Paul Ruse um, sort of link. Um, and Ross was a, a assistant out at um, Sydney before he went to the Saints. Yep. Um, tough game to watch, but it's somebody that uh, you know they're going to face each other again. Mm, yeah. Um, come September, most likely. Yep. Um, look, I, I had him down as uh, it's either the Geelong win because um, they gave Geelong a right scene to down in Geelong. Yeah. And that just doesn't happen, or it's the dismantling of North over in. Um, Perth. Yep. See, I, I had the Port they're, win straight up, straight out of the blocks. They're probably most pl- proud of their derby. Yeah. Uh, everyone loves uh, beating the hometown rivals, and West Coast being the uh, the longer standing team. Yeah. The young Frio team up and coming, they'd love to get smashing into them too. Uh, and Ben, you reckon uh, round one? Yeah, um, I'm picking round one. I mean, it's, as far as good Frio wins go, it's, it's pretty hard to pick a bad one. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They've all been good. But I think um, Port, 
a strong season to end the season yeah, last year. Strong expectations. Coming off from huge build-up over the summer. And and, and yep. also, they ended uh, Frio's season last year over in uh, WA. Yep, yep. Mm. and I think it was a big build-up. And when you looked at Frio, uh, first couple of games, what well, well, the first three games, you've got Port, Geelong, and then, uh, well, actually four, West Coast, West Coast Sydney. That's a tough start to a season. Yeah. You drop that first game, a bit of momentum goes. You know, anything can happen, especially at home. So it's so hard to pinpoint a, a favorite win because there are so many. It's like exactly. saying your favorite blowjob. Even the worst one's still pretty damn good. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you like some teeth. And that's it's been the way. Like with Frio, um, for a lot of the games, I mean, if you got to criticize them, it's that they haven't put teams to the sword. Yeah, Melbourne might disagree, but, um, but but even then, I mean, that's ten goals. Yeah, against Melbourne. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Melbourne are sort of guilty of Harry Kiry most of yeah. the time. Mind you, for that fact, they haven't either put themselves to the sword. Uh, their injury list is looking pretty sweet. No, that's, it's amazing. Uh, we had a look uh, just before. 17 players have played uh, 10 games. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not sure how many of them played today. because AFL table hasn't, hasn't updated yet, but uh, or, or yesterday even. Um, but uh, yeah, look, if you've got 17 players that are running out for you week in, week out without a worry... Um, it's good times. And none of them look that worried either. No. Like no, no one seems to be carrying a niggle. Yeah. Um, There's no niggles when your team's up and running like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone wants to be part of it. Everyone yeah. knows you're going deep in September. You've got to play for your spot. Yep. All right. Um, Talking about their worst loss. Well, uh, well you know what? Um, you've got to run with it, don't you? Well, I mean, the, the, the only loss is the Richmond one. But you could almost say that today's win, um, uh, yeah. sorry, yesterday's win against Gold Coast is almost their, their worst loss. Because um, they lost uh, a little bit of percentage with that one. Yeah. Nearly lost the game. Um, but, and percentage is going to be important. But it's not if you keep winning. Um, but uh, obviously the Richmond Richmond game. To be honest, I think that even that one, it's not a bad loss for them. I think it's not a loss that you have to have. But I think they came to be complacent and they learned a lesson from that. And yeah. I think Richmond kind of exposed a little hole in their game plan that they're thankful for learning against a team like Richmond. Yeah. And now it's something to go, okay, that's how you can beat yeah, us. Yeah, exactly. We need to change something. And, there. and it's just tinkering with your game plan that's already successful. It's, look, there's no 100% foolproof game plan. There's always of course, holes. Of course, the, the fun match will be uh, the round 17 return match against Richmond. Because uh, if Frio don't come out and go, right, mate. You've got a fucking sixth sense of fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so on to their, uh, who's been the best three players for them? Um, number one, let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's, the, he's right, let's killing it. Three players that aren't five. Well, I mean, we'll talk about five first. Um, yeah. He's, again, coming in to the season with high expectation and he's gone over and above those expectations. Yeah, and just, he looks so fucking casual when he's doing it. That's the scariest. He doesn't look like he's trying, doesn't look like it's effort. Almost looks like he gets a bit annoyed with himself when he can't just do something spectacular every time. You know what I'd find amazing if it happened? If Sydney had like a a 10-year, million-and-a-half-dollar-a-year contract for five? Yep. Eddie Maguire would just implode. (laughs) He would lose his fucking shit. (laughs) You'd see, you'd absolutely see him just turn into a black hole and disappear up his own asshole. I think that uh, Frio would somehow find a diamond mine somewhere out in Kalgoorlie. <laughs> I think disappearing up his own asshole might create a black hole. <laughs> I got me the other way around. I don't know if physics works. But dark um, matter, who knows? And look, I mean, I think one of the highlights of the season was uh, against Adelaide with Fife and Dangerfield going head-to-head. Oh, don't you love it? Um, it was more arse to ass. They never saw the front of each other. Yeah, they ran away from each other a lot, but... Uh, that's the way it goes. It reminds me of Rec Room for a Dream. Ass to ass. Ass to ass. If you've got to fault him, it, it might be on his set shots. 
because um, he's he's missing. Um, <laughs> if you got to fault him, then you're a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a cunt. Um, <laughs> his set shots, he's let himself down sometimes, um, yeah. especially when you look at some of the goals he has kicked when he's dodged yeah. three tackles and yeah. just picked up oh, on the boundary oh, line, put utter, on the snap. Utter bullshit. Yeah. Stuff that um, if it if it goes through uh, for a point or an out of bounds, you you want to drag him. But when he's making them, you just what can you do if you're yeah. the defender? What yeah. the fuck can you do? Yeah, we're eleven games in. Um, is a very good chance he could have enough votes already. Like he yeah. could have twenty-seven votes. Yep, quite easily. Absolutely. Um, okay, so besides him, who else have you got in your top three for Freo? Uh, I think Mundy's had a tough. great, great year. Mundy's been all right. It has. Um, yeah. Sandilands has given them first touch Sandilands. a lot of the time. I think you've got to talk about Sandilands. Yeah, um, he set three uh, AFL rucking records in the last three weeks. And yep. his size is is a, a definite advantage, but he's not the first seven footer. No, he's, but he's the first one to use it properly. He's the first one uh, seven footer of size, though. All yeah. the others have been bean poles. Yeah, seven yep. foot uh, ninety kilos. He's seven foot what one hundred and fourteen something like that. I don't know. Let's have a look. He'd be close to it. He he couldn't be under one hundred and ten surely. Um, but look, uh, he looked like he was gone uh, a couple of years ago with his yeah. turf toe and the, and yeah. the rest of it. Um, he's come back he's having career best form in his 12th season mm. it's come it's comes to some points where opposite, opposing team strategies is just to not ruck it's to stand back his, yeah have, got have five on bowlers well Essendon went in against them um, four on bowlers whatever the fuck it is the other week without a ruckman you know people going yeah. fuck it we, yeah. we can't, we can't exactly. beat him yeah. let's try and get an extra midfielder out yep. there but he plays his, his height well though because you see him jump early so oftentimes both ruckmen land and they're tapping the ball. Like yeah. The balls are in the way down. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're if you're landing, if you're seven and the foot guy's seven foot fucking tall, yeah. you're not touching the fucking ball. Yep. Well, he's up to nearly four hundred uh, hitouts through. T- uh, he's over 400, uh, 469 hitouts in the eleven games, which is not a bad effort. Uh, the way he plays that I like too is he's not afraid to monster people. Like if he's coming into, he's a, a fucking monster. Yeah, <laughs> That's why. You see so many tall blokes and uh, blokes like Goldstein, uh, tall bloke doesn't use his size like he sees a, a little little fella running towards him he'll take the short step and back off I don't want to kill the lad yeah. well like it's Boomer Harvey usually so <laughs> it's probably a smart idea <laughs> Sandlands doesn't care he'll, he'll run straight through every player in front of him even if one of them is Ballantyne well if he is uh, you know he's 120 kilos we just looked it up um, so you may as well throw it around mate if you've got it the fast players are going to use their speed so if you're a massive unit you may as well use your massive unit yep he runs into the big giant off Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> he died recently. Um, Jaws from um, uh, one of the Bond movies. Yeah, he, played. Yeah. Oh, he swings his massive unit around. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I was happy with it. <laughs> um, and look, uh, besides that, I mean, they've just got a um, uh, McFarlane is is playing well, um, holding down back. He's had a, a few niggles here and there, but yeah. um, looks to like he's got through them now. I think Ibbotson has played pretty well, especially um, this week. Uh, last yeah, week. he had a good game. Thought he stepped up, and I mean, he's not been outstanding, but I think he's definitely played above what I expected him to do. How do you rate Pav's season? Uh, still fine. See, right. I'd, I'd say he's been very handy. Uh, he hasn't been the game winner you kind of expect him to be a couple of years back, but um, he's still a great focal point oh, forward. He, though. He's like uh, like a Jonathan Brown um, style leader. Like he just will not stop. Uh, he's scared of no one. He'll just he'll go for every mark that's in his area. If it goes to ground, he'll go for the loose ball. He'll put body on. He just does not stop. Yep. Get around, support a big unit. Yeah. <laughs> he's 
got a fair old snoz on him when he had a blood nose he had to go off uh, recently. I, I think they had to go get some more serviettes. Yeah. I, I think you went through two bags of blood just for that too. God, there's a transfusion you wouldn't like to foot the bill for. Um, look, uh, Lockie Neal, I think, has been the other standout for them. Yeah. Um, he, he's nearly averaging 30 touches a game. Um, for somebody who was a, a fringe player, um, a little bit, you know, probably always starting 22, um, but now he, he's probably, you know, in their starting midfield um, right now. Yep. Um, and it's it's no slouch of a midfield to, to make that um, uh, play into as well. Um, Ballantyne's been doing good. Walter's been doing good. I mean, there's two small forwards that any team would love to have working in tandem. Um, and, what surprised me has been Chris Main. Uh, his yep. ability to shut down players. Uh, looking at his stats now, he's got 54 tackles. Uh, he's the leading tackle uh, maker for Frio, yeah. and that's been a hallmark of their play. Like just uh, whoever's got the ball, if the opposition have the ball, they have to get rid of it straight away because someone's about to tackle them. Well, it's, especially with Ryan Crowley out as well. Yeah, mm. I was going to say that's the big thing. Is and that he'll number be out one. for quite a while by the looks. Uh, no, he'll be back next year. Um, uh, but he, yeah, well, actually, I think he can come back if they make the prelim. Yeah, but you're nuts if you're playing. Yeah, no, he wouldn't play. Yeah. If he's had 12 months out of the game. Um, and by the way, you 54 tackles. It's probably more than that because this hasn't been updated for yesterday's game yet. Oh, yeah. Um, AFL tables is still an awesome website. If you're going back and checking that shit up, <laughs> and fuck you. <laughs> um, we put we put a, a verbal asterisk against every number or fact. If you're coming looking for facts, you already failed. Yeah, uh, pretty much every time I speak, I'm doing verbal air quotes. <laughs> so everything's going all peachy. Um, for for the Dockers, but who's in trouble? Is there anybody that's uh, yes, playing for their career? Yes, there is one motherfucker who is his career's on the line, and it's whoever made up that fucking victory song. It's shit. That's yeah. a victory song. Uh, Free ho I think they've yeah, they've had it for a little while now, though. I think they've actually got an updated version of it now. Yeah, and it's no better. I hope so. I yeah, don't think they expect them to win. So yeah, fuck it, who cares? Look, the only person I'll, I'll put in is somebody we haven't seen yet this year, and that's uh, Zach Dawson, um, who is their Really, their only injury, uh, major yeah. injury, um, that's uh, carried it through for the year. Yeah, um, Zungu as well, I guess. Yeah, he's been a bit in and out. I'm not sure if he played. No, I can't remember which. Yeah. He's only played the one game. Yeah. What? No, he played this uh, weekend. He played this weekend, so he's back in now. Yeah. There you go. I love um, the way he, he about. played pretty well too. He played a decent game this weekend. He plays like a rugby player playing football, which I like. But he wasn't as wasteful this weekend either. He um, did, you know. Usually, what he would do, he'll get lost the ball, but just waste it. it kind of reminds me yeah. of. Uh, well, fucking lots of players do that. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be honest. He's one of them. Rich one. But um, he was a bit more smarter about how he did it uh, this week. So, um, yeah. Look, I think Dawson. Um, once he's fit, they they've got to find a spot for him. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and Crowley as well. Um, next year. Yeah. Um, you know, he, I think he still gets back into the team. Um, maybe a year off. Let's a, a thirty plus. Um, I think, I think he gets up. he gets back in the team, but it's how effective he is when he gets back in the team. That's going yeah. to be the main thing. He'll definitely get another chance, no doubt about that. It's what he could actually do. Yeah, in a year's time. Right, I think he's still he's still going to have that shutdown role, um, yeah. but uh, if he can be as effective in it, but he's got a long long time to um, work up to it. How many games has Pav got at the moment? Uh, I think he's coming up to his three hundred. Or he's, let's have a look. I tell you what, it'd be fucking amazing if uh, the return match against Richmond, <laughs> if uh, that was his, uh, say, 350th or something. Uh, no, it would be about 330, 340. Ah, uh, bugger. That would have been entertaining. Next season. Um, so he's sitting at 325 at the, at the minute. You would think 
you'd want him to hit the 350, and you'd oh, imagine he would. He's, yeah, he's... But he's I don't gonna, think he'll go much beyond that. There's not many who'll retire when your team's sitting <laughs> 10 <laughs> and 1 at the top, <laughs> going for premierships, yeah, especially, and you've got zero flags to your name. <laughs> especially when you've been there during the shit years. Yeah. Um, yep. Look, it wasn't until his fourth year that he had a winning season, um, so it's been a, a long time between drinks um, yeah. for him. If you're going to... You know, Again, another player who a couple of years ago looked like the injuries might take the um, yep. an early end to his career. But, Override uh, his talent. Well, one thing that I noticed uh, mainly today when he's playing is that with those players who are big and stocky like Pav, when they get older, that tends to wear on your joints and your bones and that. Yeah. It looks like he's trimmed down a little bit. It looks okay. like he's starting to sort of you know uh, go away from that real hard hitting and get that mature body in. Become more of not just that hard nosed player, but a bit more crafty. A he's bit got more a bit of veteran down. skill about him. But yeah. it looks like he's actually thought about his longevity in the game and actually planned for it and had some sort of strategy with what sort of body you require to yeah. play for your yeah. age. He's gone less Jonathan Brown, more Dustin Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So you, like, well, it's one extreme to the other extreme, but that's definitely like a, a common sort of. Um, causality with longevity in your career if you're skinny like that and you don't have that big bulky frame to carry around. Well, and I mean, all the steroids he, and stuff. Well, had, steroids, if you can get away with it your whole career, you're fine. It's just a matter of, you know. <laughs> he's had a good run for injuries for his entire career, except for um, 2013, which is yeah. when it looked like it, we'd seen the best of him. Yeah. Um, it, it already passed. Um, but he's played every uh, 22 games last year, which is a fair old effort, and he's played every game so far this year as well. Yep. Um, so it looks like uh, it's working. Yep. Well, he's played the most of any Fremantle player ever. Yeah, by mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just—he's uh, going to stretch out that record um, for yeah at least another two seasons. I think. I think he's already signed on for next year, um, which is no surprise. But yep. uh, might even be the year after that. Well, yeah, remember when three hundred games was like a massive deal? Like uh, I remember North leading. Yeah. Um, I think it was Shimmerbush South yeah. leading games. Uh, player was three fourteen for decades, and now if you get under three hundred. You, you can't claim to be a superstar. <laughs> oh, I, I, I still think there are some that can. I mean, 300 is still a massive thing. You don't see it every week, but no. we're going to see 400 twice this year. Well, that's probably why we're spoiled for choice. Yeah, yeah we're just uh, in a bit of a purple patch for milestones. And Richmond are loving it. Yep, aren't they? Fuck <laughs> um, all your dreams of football. <laughs> pressure on the coach, Ross Lyon, uh, <laughs> from 1 negative. to 10. Probably stressed about what to eat for dinner. and yeah. I've actually got him at a 3. Three, look out. Because, um, I don't know how many seasons he's been coaching for. Probably nine or ten. Um, the only in, pressure... In total or Freo? No, he's been a Freo three or four years. Yeah. Um, the only pressure is, uh, there is one expectation from this Freo group this year, and that's they have to win a flag. Yeah. Getting to a grand final isn't good enough. Um, well, this group in general, like uh, as soon as the, the, the decline comes, he's done. If they lost... Uh, or didn't make the grand final or even got to a grand final and lost yep. you've got to start to question can Ross Lyon win a grand final with his game style I'd say grand final and loss they could kind of maybe wear depending on how it went well, they've worn one that wasn't good that's the thing mm. and again it, in all the losses it's not the coach's fault yeah. um, you know if they kick straight in the first half against Hawthorne yep. might have won that game but um, when you look at it if, when it's all said and done, and what's the common theme with all the grand finals? Is he was the coach? Yep. And at the minute, he's uh, uh, zero premierships and played in four grand finals. Yep. Um, if it becomes zero and five from five, it's very hard to. 
you got the questions will be asked regardless if they're deserved or not. <laughs> yeah, they will be asked. I think you tap him on the shoulder and you say you're an excellent assistant coach. <laughs> may turn into that. Yeah, you know? um, and especially when you got somebody of quality you know, like uh, Peter Sumich, who's very um, yeah. highly rated yep. sitting next to him. But the thing is, there are plenty of other teams that go. You made a grand final. That's good enough for us. Yeah, and it would be good enough for a lot of teams, but I think the Freo squad is not good enough it's for them at the moment. Making a grand final is not yeah. good enough. Because, I mean, to be honest, they got a bit embarrassed against Hawks in the grand final. I think they are completely outclassed. They, oh, again, if they kick straight in the first half, but, you know, kicking straight is part of Yeah, part and of the, I think you could say that about Hawthorne's last three finals matches. If their opposition kicked straight, yeah. maybe they would have won, but they didn't. And yeah. a lot of that is down to pressure. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. I don't think they were going to beat Hawthorne. I think Hawthorne had it in the bag. They looked overawed. Um, I don't think they'll look. They'll if they um, that they won't be overawed in a final again. Yeah, they, they, they might not always win, but they won't be overawed. Ross yep. Lyon has to be just so damn desperate for that flag because oh, you cannot is. claim to be a, a legendary coach or even a uh, a, a elite coach. You won't flag. be remembered. No, unless you're uh, in a flag. It was. It happened earlier in the year. Um, somebody pose the question who's the best coach ever to not win a flag Who nobody cares? nobody jumps to mind yeah. yeah exactly you have to go back and Danny Frawley <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean like you, nobody jumps to mind uh, and that's what's going to be it's yeah. going to be if you don't win a flag you, you can't say you're a, you know a, an all-time great coach yep well yeah I mean every coach pretty much every coach gets sacked eventually but if you can get sacked and say I've got some silverware yeah you can mm-hmm. kind of wear it but so, I'm taking my fucking cup and going home <laughs> But uh, if Ross Lyon goes zero for five for grand finals, it's uh, it's not the legacy he'd want. No, uh, I, I don't think anybody else has ever done it. Um, yeah, that's not the record book you want to have. Exactly. Um, danger games for the rest of the year. Um, Richmond. Tell you what. <laughs> Actually, that would be the one. July twenty fifth. That would be the one. If they're going to put a team to the sword, it has to be that match. Well, uh, it's just their, to make every team scared of them. It's only their second visit, second and final visit to the MCG um, for the year, uh, for the regular season. Anyway, um, it, it could be. I mean, to be honest, I'm picking the second showdown. Uh, in the, West. The, the derby or the derby, yeah. and I think it, I, they're not going to have a danger game unless it's a grand final. Let's be honest. Well, see. That's what I've put down is they don't have a danger game. Their yep. only danger is laziness. Yep. Um, look, you could say round 15, they've got to go to um, play Hawthorne down in Tassie. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if Sandland has general soreness yep. that week. Yeah, I reckon. That's where they're going to lose their game is they've earned the right now to start to rest some players. Yep. Yeah, at round 21 when they play North, um, I reckon everyone's going to be looking to finals. Uh, and, and the Port match as well. Look, I, I think Freo will probably phone both of those matches in they'll still be too good for Melbourne even if they do send over their under 12 side but um, well they're hosting Melbourne so it's going to be even easier for them well yeah, the, yeah. Sandlands will just sit in his lounge room and if a ball comes near him he'll probably hit it but otherwise he won't be happy um, those weird? two matches they could drop those and still not care isn't that weird they play Port in the first and the last round um, yeah. you're right they might have uh, the minor premiership sewn up by then and why not send the B grade side over what, what yeah. do you have to gain well I think with how they're sitting now I th- um, pretty much certain they would have completely readjusted their strategy in regards to training schedules and yeah. how they approach finals. And oh, yeah. You get that buffer where you're like, sweet, our season starts from now. Yeah. What and do we like do? We said they've had 17 players that um, have played every game so far. Yep. So you can say, you know, you got a bit of a niggle, yep. have a week off. You exactly. Know, we don't need to take you out to Tasmania. Or, yeah, you know, and you can blood one or two players that haven't got a lot of time and when you need them, you know that they're got a bit of experience against players and they're not just got a bit of ring rust for lack of a better word well and if you're one of those players who's getting blooded if someone says alright you know we're going to rest uh, you know whoever yeah. 
Uh, Barlow, say. Yeah. Uh, you've got a chance to make a bit of a name for yourself here. Yeah. You know they're playing finals. You know yeah. they've got a good chance to make a grand final. You will bust a fucking gut. Yeah. Especially because if they do win the flag, if you can have your name on that cup. The first yeah. ever. Yeah. The first ever flag. You, know, you were out there. You that's can catch you from that cup. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, it, it's, uh, it's laziness or complacency is their only uh, danger, really. And, you know, that they all. All the yips. All the, the, the old yips come back to <laughs> bite them in the ass. Oh, wouldn't that be awful? Um, it's. Or yeah. injury. That's the only thing that can re- I can see stopping them. If Fife and Sandlands go down. They can cover it with most teams, but they'll struggle against the elite. Yeah, I mean, the fact that they've had so many players that played every game um, means that if they have a shallow list, for example, mm. um, it doesn't matter. Yep. So if they do get those injuries, you've got to start to say, all right, how good is their depth? Yep. Um, and it might not be um, as elite as some of the other teams. Yeah. Um, but still, I mean, everything's going well. Yep. Um, so where do we see them finishing? Anywhere below first? Oh, look... I- I can't. The only team I can see overtaking them would be Sydney because yeah. Sydney is sneaky like that. Yeah. They uh, just keep plugging away their gritty wins and then pop up in September. But um, timing their run, yeah. I I really I don't see Sydney being ruthless enough to peak early enough um, to pip them at the post. I think they they may very well have a, a brilliant final match um, somewhere on the lines. But yeah, no, I I think anything less than first would be a shock. I think generally first and seconds are relevant, isn't it? Because you get the home, largely, yeah, the home second chance Pretty final. Much. So. It, if you win, I think it just uh, the only difference is who gets to play the Friday night prelim uh, okay. against the higher ranks. Who right? gets the eight day break? So he gets eight days versus seven, yeah. which well, hasn't. I mean, mattered. I think they finish first, but second first. Yeah, I can't. What does it matter? It, it, um, they might finish second on percentage, um, but I, I, I don't think they will. I think they'll finish first, and um, you know. Uh, got uh, round 17 at the MCG I think they'll be back there in October yeah um, yep. for the big one I, I can't see anybody going over there in, yeah. the, in the frame of mind that Fremantle's in and I mean to be honest with that round 17 clash at MCG I'd probably look at that as a final simulation just in the way you prepare the way you go about that weekend yes um, and it's a nice you know two months out yep. just that visualisation um, that you have in your head this is how you approach this weekend at the MCG big dress rehearsal yep. I'll tell you what though Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If they do finish first, there's going to be a lot of teams trying to finish seventh. Yeah. Because <laughs> you come in eighth, you're traveling over there. Yeah. Oh, fuck, it's going to be a hard yeah. week. That's not the 
That's not how the finals work. Oh, I thought anymore. it went. No, you first played way? first versus first fourth. Four, yeah. Okay, so there'll be plenty of fourths hoping they finish fifth. First <laughs> four, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you still got a double chance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the, the Dockers. And that's the half season report. All clear. Yep. Um, and hopefully they can continue it on for Straight this. Straight A's. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.